You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Skulk Lowe, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town. The dust is settling somewhat on the budget yesterday, which was... I don't know, I've seen different reports from different people. Some people that are not anti-ANC, but sceptical ANC and sceptical South Africa, and other people that say this was a breath of fresh air. Uh, what has the market done on the back of that now that they've had a time or the market participants have had time to digest it, Skulk? Well, when we look at the, the currency, uh, and I started off this week and, and I said, well, you know, all eyes are going to be on Wednesday and I feel 42 is going to feed back. And I, I think originally, you know, when the <clears throat> when the news came or let's call it the announcements came out and, you know, what our shortage or shortfall is going to look like, you know, the IMFs, uh, their projections and our GDP now looking a lot worse than, than, than was, was announced in, or, or forecasted in April. Um, and originally, the rand remained fairly stable during that, let's call it, announcements. But this morning, you could see it as a bit under pressure. I started off this week saying I'm going to focus on Wednesday. I just don't want to see the the, the rand breach, let's call it, the 1750 levels. Uh, because um, and, and we're now trading at that. We just just shy of 1750. Mm. Um, and I'm, this this could be this could be a, a bad. Remember, this is also you know a bit of a risk off scenario again. Ever so suddenly. I mean, uh, you know, look at the U.S. markets. You know, last night again this morning we were looking at at futures that is that is that is north, way, way, way north of of one percent down. You know, uh, the Nasdaq down currently Nasdaq futures down one percent. Uh, we're looking at the S and P five hundred futures down over one point three percent, and the Dow Jones yeah. futures are down over one point four percent. So, I think it's a risk off scenario. So that is definitely impacting the rand. But to get back to your, your original question. I think in general, um, uh, I don't think there was a lot of surprises coming from teachers' announcements. I think hence the fact that we didn't see a major blowout. Because I think if this type of announcement came out uh, a year ago without a COVID scenario, you know, we would have seen the, the, the rand, you know, a 20 rand before you say 20 rand. Okay. Someone said to me yesterday, when I mentioned the rally in the bond market, they said exactly the same thing happened after the budget. It was a feel-good budget, and then people sat down and said, well, can they deliver? Are these numbers correct? Uh, will the, even if they can deliver, uh, will it be accepted by the market uh, participants, etc.? And I'm just getting the same feeling again because the bond market has gone, or the 10-year has gone from a close of 9.15 to now 9.30, so 15 basis points. So it's back to where it was when the supplementary budget was put out. So it's very interesting. Let's have a look at the Stock Exchange News Service. We don't need to go too much into the budget because people are bored of it already. Mr. Price came out with its numbers. Annual basic earnings per share decreased by 9.5%. Headline earnings per share declined by 10.4% and diluted down by 9.9%, etc. So these are expected, but the share price reacting Mm. negatively. It could be the influence of the rest of the market. But anyway, not great numbers. Mm. Well, okay. Let's let's firstly start off. Um, uh, these numbers you know, are you know, for the period the fifty-two weeks ended in the twenty-eighth March. They've given a lot of guidance, you know, a few a few weeks ago. So, so this is sort of expected because remember, again, we 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 keep on hammering on the fact that remember twenty-eighth of March was one day after you know, lockdown level five started. So it doesn't really tell us a lot. The one thing that I did. Uh, find find you know you know enlightening what was 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 the fact that the cash and equivalents 
uh, rose to 4.7 billion. So that just m- meant that they went into this, let's call it lockdown environment with a very healthy balance sheet. Remember, I've been you know, hammering on, on, on looking for these companies that, that's got healthy balance sheets. So yes, they went into the lockdown. They mentioned, you know, April, their sales, all their stores were closed in April and, and retail sales, you know, were down, you know, 89.1%. Uh, 1.9 billion is crazy to think that those type of numbers. But anyway, down close to 90%. I think, you know, it's, it's more what happened afterwards. You know, a few things that, 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 that I found extremely interesting in, 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 the, in the results mm-hmm. is how they mentioned, you know, how, what May and let's call the first three weeks of June looked like. And, and not really the figures. I think the figures you know, are in a sort of expected. People were, were in lockdown. They couldn't buy anything. And suddenly you open this up. They've got a little bit you know, money that they saved up. Uh, either not being spent in, in, in March and in April. Um, so that's expected. It's more what they bought. You know, when we, we had this conversation yesterday, um, and, and for those people that didn't listen to the podcast, go and listen. We, we were talking about Bright and, and a Virgin Active holding inside and how we actually extremely worried. Remember, we had this conversation, we're extremely worried because um, we don't see you know people flogging back to, 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 to gyms in general, you know, yes. even if, if lockdown got eased. So it was interesting to see, you know, what the people, when, when, when lockdown actually opened and people could, you know, buy, they actually mentioned that the that, that, that apparel and specifically Mr. Price Sports sales growth exceeded exceeded 100%. So that's, that, that was a very interesting point of view. So that's, that's sort of joined your, your fact that home gyms is going to become the new, new yes. norm. And, um, and when we look at the online sales for, for, for Mr. Price, I think that sort of uh, you know, just support support your view on on, on uh, you know home gyms. Another thing that I did see was was uh, the huge growth in, in online sales. Um, so so online sales, you know, strongly agree that we're looking at over 90 percent again. Expected people are not going to walk in shopping centers and and go and physically. But that sort of gives us a sort of insight what 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 life um, you know, in the future is sort of going to look like. Would we see a total movement away from 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 shopping centers or this with the physical shop? I don't think so. I think they will. We, we will we will normalize and we will you know slowly but surely move back. But I do think that the that the growth in online sales, that the ease of doing business, the ease of retailing you know online is becoming a lot easier and um, I, I'm, I'm really really positive on on, on the growth and that, that side and then finally i think the one thing that also stood out for me is you know most of this was was driven by 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 cash sales um not you know so they had, they had a, quite a quite a growth in, in cash sales and um not a not not really any any you know, buying on credit. So that's also a positive sign. So in general, I know you say that Mr. Price is sort of lukewarm. We, we do see the share price down three point you know two percent here this today. But always remember this this uh, when we look at the share price yesterday. Yesterday it was one of the top performers. End of the day, around about three point three percent you know up yesterday. So you're looking 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 at a square price. I think it's a win. 
went for Mr. Price. I'm long with Mr. Price on my fictitious trading. Well, it's actually not fictitious, but anyway, it's something that we do on, on, on a Tuesday. And my first trade was uh, on my new online trading platform. I was long Mr. Price, and I'm staying long Mr. Price. I'm also uh, long the bond market. Uh, sorry, short the bond mm. market. And uh, I got a bit of a scare last night, but I didn't, uh, I didn't panic. And uh, that's been vindicated. But anyway, that's just my personal stuff. Sun International. Uh, someone wants to buy half of Sun City or just more than half of uh, the Lost City or something. They want to buy something from Sun International. And I don't quite understand it. I mean, it's a great story, but I don't quite understand why they'd want to do that. Um, yeah, yeah they'll, they'll have their, their reasons. I mean, for, for a company that's, that's currently looking to, 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 to raise, uh, I think the level was about 2 billion rand um, through a rights issue, this this might just be something that they would would would, would look at, um, but yeah, why they would be doing that, I, I can't answer that. I don't know. No, but you saw the announcement. The share price down around about six yes. percent. Yeah, you know, having been up twenty two percent yesterday, I think. Yes, it was twenty two percent. You know, up yesterday, down three point three percent this morning. So, oh, it's rallying uh, again. Okay. It's again, yeah. All right. Let's have a look at uh, some, some other matters now, if we can, and uh, namely the spot prices. Because, yeah, as you said, risk-off is the theme of the day, and it's becoming even more risky, even more riskier, according to uh, market participants. Let me just get the spot prices up, uh, Skalk. I do apologise. There we go. Mm. Spots of our press on spots there. Let's have a look. And particularly at the RAND, which is the first one we're going to go for because, yeah, reality is sinking in now. 17.48, the dollar RAND. British pound against the RAND is 21.72. The euro RAND is 19.63. The euro dollar, uh, dollar slightly stronger. Euro slightly weaker at 112.30. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones had a, a bit of a soggy session, down 2.7%. The S&P was down 2.6%. The Nasdaq down 2.2%. And this morning in the Far East, mirroring that um, performance from the States, but not quite as bad. The Tokyo market down 1.2%. Shanghai actually up 03 Hang Seng down half a percent. And the all share in Australia are taking it on the chin to the tune of 2.5%. Now, let's have a look at the gold price. Gold price is 1766 up four and a half dollars an ounce the platinum price is uh, unchanged let's call it at 805 where's palladium please skulk palladium trading uh, 1887 so that's that's a little bit stronger this morning we're looking at about you know 1.3 percent stronger just just want to add on on, on your uh, feedback on the on, on the markets uh we're looking at the chinese markets and also hong kong market that's, that is close so so oh. those figures are actually yesterday's figures yeah uh, so, so they, they another are, holiday are another holiday yes correct <laughs> okay well thanks for pointing that out on the crude oil market which had got a hammering yesterday to the tune of five percent i think it was west texas this morning down one and a half percent at 37 dollars 42 per barrel and brent crude oil is down 1.3 percent at $39.76. So they've broke, broken back down through, um, through $40. Okay, what are the movers today on the market? I'm going to get mine up in a moment. What have you got? What are the big movers up and down, please, on the JSE? So, so from, the, from, the, from the downside, let's start there. Um, H this morning, um, it, it had, a, it had a, a bit of a comeback lately, but, but this morning we're looking at EOH that's down 8.3%. Um, you know, nothing really stands out. Cat Cup down you know, 7.1%. Fortress B looking at 6% down. Um, so, yeah, not a, not, a, not, a, not a lot of positivity. Most of these companies that's, that's called it in the top 10 is, is run about 4% down. And from the top, top performers, it's um, 
RMBH, that's the new RMBH without the first round now, that's up uh, 5.9% this morning. Rebosis, that's uh, 4.6%. Tongard, again, there, there goes your Tongard, your Tongard rally, that's up 4.4%. Mm. Afrimat, up 4%. And um, yeah, Emira, that is, that is up there. Uh, 3.7% for this morning. Okay, my top five major moves to the upside with the 15-minute delayed dis- uh, uh, screen. Uh, I've got uh, RB Platinum up nearly 2%, Altron up half a percent, 91 uh, Limited up 0.4%, and Capitec up a quarter of a percent. So really skinny on the upside. On the downside, mm. Sassel down nearly 5% to 133 and a bit. Mr. Price, we've spoken about that, a 4.2% loser. Sabania Stillwater down 4.2%. Redefine, a near 4% loser. And TFG, the retailer, down three and three quarters. Otherwise, what are we looking forward to today in the diary? I suppose it's a quiet one after what we had yesterday. Yeah, not only, well, the US jobless claims, um, mm. uh, durable goods, and uh, GDP data. So I think, from a US point of view, there's, there's definitely some. Some 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 news that's, that's going to come out today. Um, well, we'll be looking at uh, and futures uh, to, uh, futures closeout. I think that's that we're going to look at you know as well. I think we we rebalancing. You know, um, uh, we're also looking at the quarterly rebalancing now. So I think that's today or tomorrow. I'm not not 100 sure, but that that effectively that's Thursday. I yeah, think, Yes, it is. So I'd, I'd like to see what, what uh, specifically what, what a NASPAS process does in inside, you know, specifically uh, indexes like uh, the, the CapSwix index. We, we know that that's, that, you remember, they rebalance it so that it actually got a maximum of 10% one share. And if I'm not mistaken, NASPAS has run about uh, 13%, you know, over 13% of the, the index currently. So that will be getting marked down. Um, process is run about 5% so that. It's just crazy. I, I looked at it yesterday, Lindsay, just speaking speaking about, you know, NASPAS. I saw your um, tweet, actually, but carry on, explain mm, it. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 actually fascinating. You know, we were sitting August uh, 2018, you know, uh, Mr. Chris Becker, he actually made the comment that that, that NASPAS actually became too large for the JSE, you know, mm. implying that it's it's just too 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 big. And and I think that was also one of the reasons why they were looking at unbundling, you know, some of the at that stage they were looking at Tensei, but eventually we know now that it's become a, a totally different holding company, mainly process. If you take and at that stage, you know, on that stage, NASPAS were making up 18% of the total JSE all share. That is that is a massive, massive amount. Um, and it's just unbelievable to think yesterday when I when I looked at that, that same same uh, figure, if we look at the, the combined holding of process and um, uh, process and uh, uh, NASPAS inside of the index, you know, that that suddenly you know that went up from the 18%. Now trading at twenty three percent of the total all share, so pretty much a quarter of our total all share is is made up of one share. So mm. yeah, that's um, that's that's an interesting factor, and it'd be interesting to see how 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 they address that. If that was a worry two years ago that that a specific company became too large for a a, a, a stock market, I wonder you know what what's their general feeling now. Just, I think, a, a general comment. I think the JSE should also have a look at this, uh, not just NASPES and, and Process. I think there should be a, a dialogue between the two. There obviously is behind the scenes, but it is too much now, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think it's it's more a, a risk in an environment. I think it's it's you know most of these fund managers, you know, active fund managers in South Africa is is 
is, is that it, this is the benchmark, the all share or cap swigs for that matter. And even the cap swigs, we'll be looking at a, a, a holding of, of, let's call it 17 to 18%. You know, that's with, with, with NASPARS and process being you know, individually capped at 10%. Even their combined holding currently in the cap swigs is, is, let's call it 17 to 18%. I think from a risk point of view, I'm a little bit worried. I'm, I'm a bit worried. So, to, so generally, if you go and buy a a, a ETF, for instance. I'm not going to pick on any active managers now. Let's let's use a, a tracker type of fund. Yes. If you go and buy a tracker fund, if you buy a, a, a let's call it a, a, a tracker fund that tracks the top 40 index, you know, similar to you know, Citrix 40 or Sigma, but you do tracker, you, you, you're pretty much buying more or less you know, 30% in, in one company. Um, I'm always a little bit you know, worried you know, with, with the... the investors risk when when they do something like that a lot of people argue and say well Nasdaq is such a well-managed company and i don't argue the fact i mean there's there's lots of you know well-managed companies that did extremely well and then suddenly struggled and and uh, uh, lost a bit of capital for, for for investors so i think investors should be well aware that when they invest in these type of funds just go and make sure that you understand that a lot of your we we call it concentration risk. A lot of your concentration risk is is involved in one company, and and if that company gets it right, fantastic. We know Nasdaq has done extremely well. They got it right this year in a big way, so they definitely helped the index. But just remember, they can keep they, they can you know, have a bit of a breather as well. It is a tech company. It is a media company. We know these companies are trading at. All-time highs. Just be aware that if it has a pullback, it might just hurt your portfolio. Scott, give us the uh, JSE indices after 37 minutes of trading, please. So the JSE All Share this morning um, is currently trading at 53,812. That is down 1.2%. The resource index, that's down 1.5%. The industrial index down 1.2%, and the financial index, you know, that's uh, despite the fact that that the rand is, is trading, you know, somewhat weaker. The you know, financial index is actually trading down only half a percent, so they they're remaining pretty pretty resilient. And the S and P is down 1.1% at the moment, having been down 1.4% when we started this conversation. Scalplow, thank you very much for your analysis last night and this morning. We'll be speaking again next Wednesday, and it will be a different world. Scalplow is a Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.